are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. What are we talking about today? It is a fan episode. We got a fan coming in to talk about the fan base's reactions to the team likely making it to the uh, NBA plan, as well as, yeah, falling out of that top 10 pick in the upcoming NBA draft. Who was repping the fan base today? He is Danny Sanders, big-time Spurs fan and, um, yeah, frequent guest here on Lockdown Spurs. Danny, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. By the way, I know people probably saw like a quick glimpse of it. I hope you're driving okay and you're you're being safe right now. Hey, Jeff. Uh, greetings from Oklahoma, the back roads of Oklahoma. I'm currently <laughs> uh, in, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know where Oklahoma is. I hope you is. know where you are. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm heading to Oklahoma City. Have have an appointment over there, but... Yeah, I'm in I'm in enemy territory over here, even though the uh, the the battles and the wars that we have between Spurs and Thunder these days don't, don't necessarily reflect what we used to see back in the uh, I don't know like 2010 to 2016, 2017 right. years. But uh, we definitely had some battles, so it's uh it's kind of kind of weird to be here sometimes. But uh, yeah, you, you see Thunder signs and Thunder Thunder billboards and everything else. So, uh, but yeah. Good afternoon. Hope all is well. And yet, I I, I want to make sure and, and put an emphasis on this because I know sometimes, especially right now, and we'll talk about it here in a little bit, kind of call into question. Major Spurs fan, love the Spurs. Have, has been a Spurs yes, fan yes, since 1989. Uh, actually, 1988. Uh, we're really wanting to get technical about it. So, I've been through the wars. I've been through the the the, the down years. The cold years, whenever we didn't make the playoffs a couple of years uh, there in those early days, but obviously made the playoffs 22 years in a row and then uh, had a slew of first round exits. So, yeah, definitely a major Spurs fan, even though. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, right now we're kind of uh, in a weird in a weird little phase now. Yeah, it was team tank versus team play in. Uh, up until perhaps the game versus Houston, where the Spurs got the 123-120 win. With the Lakers spiraling, the Blazers in tank mode, the Spurs surging of late, winning four straight uh, before tonight's game against the Grizzlies. All signs are pointing, Danny, to the fact that this team is going to be in the um, NBA play-in, barring some sort of you know, you know, know, instant tank for the Spurs. But barring that, it looks like they're gunning for it. They're opening, uh, openly talking about it. They want it. So let's dive into this. You know, we got the fan reaction and then the Danny Sanders reaction. Let's start off with the fan reaction. How was the fan reaction? Or are they pretty much, at least for those that are on Team Tank, are they accepting the reality that Team Tank is no more? I don't know if there's an acceptance, right? I mean, there's always that, the, 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 the three or four uh, uh, phases, right, uh, of uh, – of that, I mean, and I definitely think that there's an acceptance that it's not looking good as far as Team Tank. I mean, there's definitely two factions out there. It's Team Tank and Team Play-In, um, and and we see it play out every day. I know it gets kind of tiresome for some people, and we talked about it ad nauseum. But but here's the thing, okay? And and I, I kind of made the comment about this earlier. I I 
I want the Spurs to win. All right. Whenever I watch a Spurs game, um, I mean, maybe years of late, I don't mind the losses, mm-hmm. even though we haven't really been experiencing uh, the losses, especially in this four-game road trip. Which, by the way, that's the first that's the first four-game road trip sweep that we've had since two thousand and seven, I think, or two thousand eight. Is that, what, is that mm-hmm. what I saw? Yeah, it's been that's, a while. That's remarkable. That's that's yeah. incredible because I mean we've had some very talented teams uh, there along the way, and that's just incredible that we uh, we hadn't had that in that long. But um, yeah, I mean, I. I don't ever want the Spurs to lose. All right. I'm not, I'm not actively rooting for the Spurs to lose, but it's like, I, I got in a conversation with somebody earlier on Twitter about this and we're talking about, Hey, I mean, at what point would you want the Spurs to not tank or what, 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 what point would yeah. you want Spurs to make the play? And I said, you know what? Sure. The whole thing, the whole thing went South whenever the play-in started to me, the play-in it's bogus. It's fraudulent. It's one of those things where it's like it, it really is an NBA concocted thing to create more drama and obviously more money, obviously, more yep. revenue because it, yep. it, it, it creates a lot more mystery and a lot more intrigue to these games at the end of the year. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I can, I, I can vividly remember whenever the Spurs were the actual Spurs that we remember from the golden era, those last 10 to 12 games, Pop would sit the big three regularly. I remember one year we got blown. I mean, we, our our doors were blown off by the Seattle Supersonics by like thirty something, because Tim, Tony, and Manu were sitting on the bench. I mean, um, I mean that that's just what what happened. I mean those that, those last ten to twelve games of the year, uh, if you were a contender and if you actually had hopes of going far and making some noise in the playoffs, these sure. games didn't matter. They didn't count. It's like hey, I mean. Start start your rookies, start your your uh, your guys at the end of the bench because that's kind of what it really just. I mean that that's what it's for now. Right, I remember right. back the playing. I mean we had these the fan appreciation night. Remember at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and it was mostly just the fans appreciating the bench players because that's really all who was playing. So I mean that the the playing is really what is kind of mucking everything up at this point because I mean legitimately the ninth and 10th seed of each conference have no business, none whatsoever talking about playoffs. We're not even 500. We've not won half of our games. At that point, that be some type of indication as to what type of te- team we have now. This talk about playing at all or, or playoffs, it's not, we wouldn't even be having this conversation three or four years ago before the, the, the play-in scenarios. I, I I get where Team Tank was coming from. You know, I get it. I, I totally get it. I knew you were one of the captains of the ship. Um, it makes sense. I think Popovich even talked about it too, Danny. He said, like, he said, it is logical, you know, that fans think that way. He sees it, you know. But then again, you know, he talked about the other side of the coin, which is you can't tell your team, your players, to intentionally lose, you know, because A, not good look, and B, you'll get in trouble by the league. But – you know, with that, you know, with the fact that it looks like Team Tank is off to sailing now, you know, again, barring any catastrophic thing that could happen, you know, you think those that are on that were on Team Tank are just gonna have to just realize like this is it is what it is, you know, and just enjoy the ride. And we're gonna talk about this in a few seconds, you know, you know, that top 10 pick likely is not gonna happen. Um, it just seems to me, Danny, that with just a handful of games 
those that are in Team Tank, you know, I mean, they're not going to not cheer for the for the play-in team. I mean, the, you know, you, the, you you still have to cheer for them. You know, I mean, hey, let the kids see what the kids can do in a uh, one-game elimination, um, you know, game. Yeah, and and I I think once that time comes, once it's actually confirmed, what is the 82nd game of the season has already been played, and it looks like the Spurs are going to be in the play-in, and we're going to face whoever, whether it be the Pelican rules or whoever, wherever that might be at this point. Uh, and I know currently the Clippers are the eighth seed, but um, who? Yeah, once once that's set in stone, then everyone's going to be go Spurs go. I I. I think I speak for everyone whenever whenever we're talking about Team Tank. I mean, hey, once that once that ball drops and once we're talking about the play-in, we're all go Spurs go. We're all por vida. We're all hey. I mean, we want we we want to see some wins. It's like hey, we're here now, so we may as well, right? I mean, that's that's really what I think the sentiment is going to be. But it's like what you mentioned a few moments ago. I mean, the whole idea between the whole idea behind the tanking scenario is, I mean. And, and I think I made this comment a couple weeks ago. Um, this would have been a lot better if we had a lot of these wins back in November or December. And I think somebody tried to tell me, like, hey, I mean, um, the wins now are just as valuable as they were back then. And and and, and I, I kind of started thinking about it. I was like, no, not really, because I think if we had had some of these wins back in November and December that had put us in a position to then – get the ninth or the eighth seed then fine then that's that's something different but there's four games right now separating the eighth seed from the ninth seed that should tell the ninth and tenth seed fans hey you really don't have a shot in hell that your team's going to do much now last year was kind of an exception because memphis they went and they they i think they were they we were the tenth seed they were the ninth seed of course we had that play-in game memphis beat us then Memphis went on to beat Golden State in Golden State, which I think a lot of people didn't see. And I think that was really kind of the rise of Ja Moran as far as mm-hmm. uh, his notoriety and his popularity and just, I mean, just showing what what uh, what kind of player he is. Um, but we don't have that. We don't have that on our team. And I was talking about this earlier with, with another uh, uh, Spurs Twitter member. And it's like, hey, there's a talent gap. And that's really what it comes down to is mm-hmm. right now. And, and, I mean, this is like right – uh, right in front of our faces right now because it's March March Madness. We see the talent that we could have, have attained had we gotten had, had we had a top four or five pick. There's Paulo Banchero, there's Jabari Smith, there's Ivy, there's Dur- there's Duran. I mean, all those guys. I mean, they would have they would have propelled us even further as right. far as getting us close and 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 closing that talent gap that we see so often. And I'm not saying we don't have talented guys. I mean, Dejounte Murray has 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 um, jumped leaps and bounds from where he was last year and even two years ago, and he's really shown that he can be that clutch guy that we need in the fourth quarter. I, I think I even remember seeing a stat like he's in like the, the, the top two or three uh, mm-hmm. for uh, players as far as fourth quarter right, points. Right. So yeah. no no one ever really thought that he'd be that kind of player, but that's what he is now. And, and that's that's on top of uh, his defensive prowess. And we see mm-hmm. Kelvin, how he's really maintained that three-point shooting. And I think uh, I heard last night that this is the first time in his career that he's reached 20 points in three consecutive games. So, I mean, we see the progress there. We see the growth. We see how 
they're 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 getting better. But at the same end, whenever you see them face that top elite, those top elite teams in the league, like the Grizzlies, like the Suns, mm-hmm. like the Bucks, like the Sixers, we can definitely see there's a big disparity in talent. All right. I mean, right. there just yeah. is. I mean, we don't we as fans don't always like to admit that, but there is. There's a big disparity in right. talent. And that's no shade to the current players. It's just, hey, we need to get more talent and we need to right. grow together even more. And that's where I think that opportunity was lost a little bit because, yeah, I mean, sure, we make the play-in game. We maybe win a game, maybe win two games if we're really lucky. And then what? And then what's our gift? What's our what's our what's our prize? Oh, look, it's a really, really, really good Phoenix Suns team that yeah. might be the best team in the league at this point. And we're gonna get our doors blown off uh, in in four games there to where I mean, yeah. It might give the guys some playoff experience, but is that really going to be something that they're, they're going to stew on over the summer and all of a sudden next year they're going to come out like gangbusters and we're going to be right. a playoff team next year? I don't yeah. think so. I don't yeah. see that. And, yeah. I mean, sure, there's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of moving parts. We have a lot of cap space. We have three first-round picks. We don't really know where they're going to be right now. But, yeah, there, there's a lot of opportunity for us to get more talent, but – just in seeing how things have been the last two years, uh, three years specifically, as far as free agents. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think right. more than anything, this team's going to have to go the trade route or the free or the, uh, the draft route. Right. And, and terms of attaining that talent. Or the overpay free agent route, which is also on the table. We're talking with Danny Sanders right here on this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs. We're discussing fans, uh, you know, pretty much accepting the fact this is a play in team. And we're going to be discussing the fact that the Spurs are likely not going to fall into the top 10 in just a few seconds. Look, I've been talking about price picks forever. Well, hey, I want you to download the app right now. It's on uh, either, well, anywhere you get your app uh, for your cell phone. Uh, it's, it's an award-winning. It's called Price Picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. Uh, I love it, and I know you will too. You pick two to five players, and over none of the projections, you win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price picks is safe. Offers fast withdrawals. Get it on the App Store, Google Play. Hey, it even offers any prop you can think of from point scores, rebounds, and steals. It even allows for mixed sports entries. And it doesn't just offer the NBA. You get college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA, much, much more. For a limited time, Price Picks has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. Get 50 bucks for free if a player in your first Price Pick entry scores a single point. But you got to use code NBA. That's right. Exclusive offer right here. Locked on fans. Sign up today. Get that code NBA for 50 bucks for free if a player in your first Price Pick scores a single point. Go get it right now, Price Picks. Denny, uh, we've got a few more minutes before we got to wrap it up. Unfortunately, it's going to be a quick, quick show. But, you know, with the play-in comes the fact that, hey, you know, this team likely is not going to land in the top 10 uh, in the upcoming draft. How were Spurs fans, you know, reacting to that? Because I think that's kind almost universal, you know, whether you're in team tank or team play-in. You know, you Spurs fans want, you know, the best of both worlds. They want the play-in and the top 10 pick. And, well, that ain't going to happen. Um, the Spurs are going to fall out, likely, of that top 10. You know, is that rubbing Spurs fans the wrong way right now?
You there, Jeff? Oh, well, listen, yeah, listen, we lost Danny for a second, but just quickly, um, do you think it's rubbing Spurs fan base, whether you're team tank or team play in the wrong way, that the fact that this team is likely not going to land in the top 10? You know, I mean, I, I, it was a long shot to begin with. I, I, I think, I think that even had we not made the plan, and again, I think we're talking already in terms of them making it because it seems that that's a foregone conclusion at the point at this point. But um, even had we not made it, right? I mean, we still would have had, I think, less than a twenty-five or twenty-six percent chance of getting a top four or five pick. So, I mean. The, the the certainty wasn't there to begin with. I mean, obviously, I think a lot of us kind of hope because we look back to whenever we got Tim Duncan, we weren't necessarily favored to get Tim Duncan either, get that first pick. Yeah. Celtics. But, I mean, it's just the opportunity. It's the fact of getting as many ping pong balls in our favor, as many, as many, as many bites at the apple as possible that we could possibly get uh, to where – Hey, I mean, that's, that's really what we're hoping for because, I mean, let's face it. Um, let's say things stay the same. We'll add a couple of pieces here and there. If we don't do anything significant by a free agency or by a trade, I mean, can any Spurs fan honestly look in the mirror and actually say that next year is going to be any different than this year? Sure, DeJounte Murray might get a little better. Keldon will get a better. Devin will get better. I think I said a couple of pods ago, mm. I think Primo is going to be a lot better next year. So there's going to be that internal growth that I think we've all kind of relied on and expected from the Spurs. But is, is it still enough to get us over the hump to where we can make the playoffs without even talking about a play-in? I mean, other teams are going to continue to get better. Um, so, I mean, I that's that's really where I think the rub is as far as – it doesn't necessarily rub rub fans the wrong way as far as, hey – we're not going to get this draft pick now. It's like, hey, um, we could have had something maybe a little bit more certain. We could have had something yeah. to where we could have gotten a top nine or top eight pick or maybe even more than that. Yeah. But because we chose to go this other route, then, hey, here we go and here we are. And yeah. I think I, I said it last week, then, hey, uh, me, mediocrity. I said mediocrity wins out again. So, I mean, it's one of those things where I don't blame the players. I don't necessarily – I don't. I don't expect the player to hit the floor and see the ball go up, and then and then for them not to give their full effort. All right, sure. these are athletes. They're they're competitors. They're competitive to where they're going to want to win the game, regardless of who's in front of them. I put this more upon Pop in the front office. It's like, hey, sit guys, sit them, sit, <laughs> sit them when you have the opportunity. I mean, I know. All right, if Lonnie Walker was on the Milwaukee Bucks, or if he, if he was on the Suns whatever this little back issue he has going on right now, it wouldn't be an issue because they would already be well, well entrenched in the playoff race and he'd be fine. I don't, I don't get why he's still sitting out. I mean, I, I, I really don't. I mean, if this is another team that was an actual uh, competitive contender, I think he'd be playing. So, I mean, it, it's, it's almost like one of those soft tanks where they're saying, Hey, I mean, we're going to hold back a couple of guys. I think they sat Devin like last week. Right. Uh, right. And then, they 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 they've been sitting out Lonnie. They announced really early that they're going to sit out Doug. I think they yeah. announced that about a week and a half ago. Yeah. So his his season was cut short. So you kind of see it in some areas, but then it's like, hey, I mean, we're still going to play Dejounte. We're still going to play Keldon. And really, the, the, there are two best players. Keldon and mm-hmm. Dejounte are two best players. In addition to Jakob, kind of rounding up third uh, whenever he plays defense. Um, so I mean, it's one of those things where that's that's where the frustration lies. Not with the players, 
players are going to play. They're going to play to win the game. It's with the front office. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. you, you, you're in control of who plays the game that night. Sit some guys, sit some guys out, and let's let's take the L in this one, and let's 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 take the L now, so we can get more Ws sooner than later. Yeah, long term winning in the sense of adding to a rebuild, like a power player that you could find in the draft, landing in that top ten. You know, bodes well for the Spurs' future. I get that point from those that were on Team Tank. And it was kind of a fine line. I get Team Tank's point, and I get Team Play-In's point. You know, it's like win-win. But one thing that is a win-win when it comes to your health is getting yourself built far. It's that time of the year where, look, look, I've given up on my New Year's resolution. You know, yes, Danny, I, I you know, I, I kind of scaled back on the treadmill there. But luckily for me, Danny, I have built bars uh, to help me try to at least eat right using a built bar that I could eat every day and they taste just like a candy. They got a puff. It's like kind of a marshmallowy nougat. It tastes really good. It's protein infused marshmallow actually. And again, covered in hundred percent real chocolate. You got coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, even a Trudeau flavored um, puff. We can get at built bar built bars are covered in hundred percent chocolate. Yes. A hundred percent real chocolate, low calorie, high protein, Look, ditch the candy bars. Get yourself a box of Built Bars right now. They're better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. You don't want that. Go to Built.com right now. Scroll to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carbs. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, just four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and about 17 grams of protein. Can't beat that. From mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, they are... Plenty with flavors. You want to go to built.com right now. It, then look, I'm telling you right now, they taste great. Use promo code lock15, get 50% off your order. Use promo code lock15 for 50% off at built.com. We're talking with Danny Sanders on this fan episode of Locked On Spurs. And uh, let's gonna start wrapping things up there, Danny. I hate to cut this short with you, buddy, but you know, time is oppressing and things are gonna happen here right now. So we uh let's gonna start putting a bow on it. It seems that the Spurs, you know, you know, it's like we lost Danny, but it seems like the Spurs are going to get to the play-in. Spurs fans, it is what it is now. You know, whether you're a team tank, I likely that is over. You know, the funeral is done. Uh, well, at least the funeral is uh, going on, and we got Danny back again. Danny, did you want to have any final words to say for Team Tank at this funeral for Team Tank at this eulogy? You know, do you have, would you like to pay your respects to Team Tank? <laughs> you know, I've, I've, uh, um, I, as morbid as this sounds, I've actually kind of started to write my own eulogy sometimes, uh, or at least, at least, at, at, at least things that I would like people to say about me. Um, so yeah, I mean, here's, here's, here's some final words for Team Tank. You know, it was short lived. Uh, it was one of those. It was one of those uh, parts of the year where uh, I think some of us saw the vision early on, and we really kind of have stayed stayed fast to it, stayed true to it. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think in the end, I mean, Spurs culture wins out. I was listening to a national pod this morning, and Kurt Goldsberry was on there, and I mean, he kind of just he, he kind of stated the obvious, like the Spurs don't tank, the Spurs don't do that, and I think right away people might throw out the argument of well i mean the spurs tanked to get tim tim duncan you know i don't really think that was a full tank i mean i mean 
I really honestly, genuinely believe that David was gender was, was, was legitimately injured as well mm-hmm. as Sean. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think that they intended to tear. That was the year that pop took over. And I mean, you, you have to, you have to admit, I mean, um, I think especially as uh, an incoming coach who's never coached before on, on that level, uh, had he had any say at that point, he'd certainly would have wanted David and Sean on the team rather than the likes of Jamie Fike and Corey Alexander. And <laughs> a Bernie busted Maxwell. up Dominique Wilk- Wilkins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think he definitely would have wanted, wanted those players over the players he got. So I don't, I don't, I don't think that was ever a tank. And I, I, I think he stated it perfectly the where the Spurs, they just don't have that kind of culture to tank like the yeah. Sixers, the, the, the process Sixers. And see, that was never really, again, I mean, and I think there was a little bit of confusion as far as team tank. We never wanted the Spurs to actively lose like the process Sixers. It's just once, once you kind of saw the writing on the wall, um, yeah, sit some guys, take a, take a breather, take a, take, take a beat and let's see what happens. All right. Yeah. But absolutely. again, a, a true testament to, to, to these young guys and they've shown it over and over and over again in, in all the games this year with very few exceptions. But I mean, they've been down 19, 18, 20 points to teams sure. and they've fought and clawed back. And there've been times whenever they've gotten back within one or taken the lead and Maybe they've won a few and they've lost more than that, but they've always fought. They've always clawed back and they've always wanted to make sure that they stayed competitive and that they wanted to compete. And that's something you can't take away from this group is they sure as heck competed this year and mm-hmm. they still are till, till, till the bitter end. So, yeah, they are. Yeah, for, 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 for team tank. I mean, it was a, it was a good ride while it lasted those two <laughs> or three weeks, but uh yeah, I think we'll have at least another yeah. game of Spurs basketball after that 82nd game, fortunately or or unfortunately, yeah. versus the bench you're on. You're right, yeah. And, and, and you look at some of the teams they have left on the schedule, you know, some of the power teams, you know, like your Warriors and your your Grizzlies. You know, once everybody's set in their uh, positioning, you know, they're likely to start resting some of their top players once they know exactly where they're going to be seated in the NBA playoffs. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think about the end of Team Tank from a fan perspective? And from a fan perspective, what do you think about the Spurs not likely going to be in that top 10? Look, Danny, he did his best to represent you right now, but is he wrong? Is he right? Let him know on Twitter at Danny Sanders80. Danny, first of all, please be careful on the road. Please. Be I finally careful. parked. I, I got you to did? my destination. Okay. I got to my destination. Yes. Yeah. So thank yeah. you. Well, Danny. Yeah, exactly. Danny is safe, everybody, but still give him a follow. Let him him know your thoughts about what he had to say regarding this Spurs team as the regular season winds down. We thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Hey, it's on YouTube now. Lockdown Spurs is now on YouTube. This is number three. Danny, you're on number, you're the third episode of a YouTube uh, show. So you are the third man out there. That's it. That's it. Maybe I'll say that as your eulogy. You know, I remember Danny Sanders. My God, he loved the number three. God, he loved the number three. (laughs) But for (laughs) Danny Sanders, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.